0: Hello. Today I have another solo podcast for you because I wanted to share my experience this last weekend going to Austin. I left on Wednesday, came back on Sunday night, and I mixed a little bit of fun and business on this trip. Uh, We're still in the preparation stages of the next, next launch of the Holistic Divorce Coaching Certification, and we were getting ready to create all the content so, I took advantage of that trip to meet up with my videographer and photographer, and at the same time celebrate the one year anniversary of the opening of her studio. So we ended up renting out a house on the lake, going away for the weekend, and then coming back to Austin on Sunday to celebrate her her big moment. And there were so many so many shifts, so many experiences that I mean, I I take now life like I'm in a constant curriculum for (laughs) personal development. So every time I get to be in relationship with other humans, I get to experience growing pains, I get to experience gratitude, I get to experience lessons and ultimately, hopefully, gain wisdom. Although that's still to be determined. But the main thing that came out of this weekend wasn't even in relation to those I was interacting with over the weekend. But it came as a realization of how one of my biggest fears when I was considering divorce never materialized. And this fear really kept me up at night. I know it's not unique. I know that so many of my clients feel the same way. And it is a paralyzing fear that Unfortunately, it keeps a lot of people stuck in marriages who have ended, but they do not exit because they're so terrified that they will never find another partner that will love them, that will support them, and that will want to take care of their children as if they are their own. This is a really, really legitimate fear. It's very real. I mean, there are no guarantees that when you leave a relationship, you're going to find another relationship with a man that suits you better. And not just that loves you, because I think that we've been mistaken on this concept that in order for a relationship to work, you have to love each other. I see so many relationships where they do love each other. They just don't speak the same love language. And they don't know how to love their partner. So I think that loving is not enough. I think that there's gonna be a lot of other ingredients to make this a good recipe for success. But one thing that I know for sure is that if you were able to get into a relationship, into a marriage with someone that you felt so strongly was going to be there for you, was going to commit to your success just as much as you are committed to it. If you did that once, then what is it that makes us believe that we won't be able to replicate that? Mm -hmm. What it is that makes us believe that we just got lucky once, or maybe unlucky if the relationship ended up being so horrible that you're actually scarred and you don't believe anymore that there is a partner out there that can support you to that level. So just to let you know, in my personal story, when I met my second husband, Ian, he, him and I were living in separate states, actually were separated by an ocean. I was living in Hawaii at the time and he was living in LA and we met online. It wasn't a dating app. It was a course that we were doing together. And by the end of the three months of the online course, we had already exchange messages through the Zoom chatting app and all that, and we ended up becoming friends and we continue our friendship past the the course. And then we ended up meeting up. And when we met up in LA, that was three years ago, um, we already were in love. We, We already had such a strong bond, but when we got together, that's when we were like, okay, let's do this. And that's how we became uh, a couple with absolutely no idea of how we were gonna make it work in in terms of where are we gonna live. I had made a promise that I was going to stay on Hawaii until my youngest was 18 um, and he had children in California. So he also couldn't move to to Maui full-time. So for about a year and a half, we were traveling back and forth every time that we didn't have the kids we'll go and see each other or we'll meet somewhere else and we'll have our romantic getaways until covid hit and then it made traveling really unpleasant and at times not even possible and our relationship still survived because we were going to make it but we we were finding ourselves in a position of what's going to happen if we can't keep on flying back and forth so we began exploring the possibility of living together and moving to to a place together. And we ended up going traveling in America to several places where we thought that maybe we could make a home there. We ended up landing in Arizona in Scottsdale and loved it. And we ended up buying a house here and then saying, well, we'll see if we can move here at some point. And as luck will happen, we'll have it my ex-husband then got a job offer to move to Seattle. And that was the moment when it was like, well, if you're not going to be here, then we can go. Because the only reason that we agreed to be on the island was so the kids will have access to the two of us. We had 50-50 custody. But then when he was moving to Seattle, I was like, okay, we can move together in Scottsdale. So in February of this year of 2022, I moved here to Scottsdale with my children full-time and my husband. And there's been a process of adjusting on, you know, obviously going from just seeing each other for a week at a month to living together. And then also for him to really step into his role as a stepdad, especially because in my opinion, the title of a stepdad is given away or stepmom is given away a bit too easily. And um, I don't believe that every person that marries again, automatically becomes, becomes a stepmom or a stepdad. And I only think that you become that when you live in a situation like this, when you actually get to spend so much time with those kids that they do become your children, they become your family. So it's been so beautiful to see the trajectory that his relationship with my children has taken from just being the friendly guy that will come and visit and they'll have fun with to being the father figure that actually takes them to sports and take them to the game or concerts or dinner. And the bond has even gotten stronger now that I am going away on trips to either events or i go to see my friends whatever it is either business or pleasure he has actually stepped up to the point where last time my friend was here for a weekend that we were going to an event and he actually decided to take the kids to mexico he booked a weekend with them they had a blast and then this last trip that i was going to austin he got them a weekend and there's this place called the Great, the Great Wolf Lodge. I'd never heard of it. In Hawaii, we don't have that. And I've only been in American Hawaii. And um, I had never heard of it. But apparently it's like this crazy mini Disneyland where they have water parks and rock climbing and bowling and bingo. I mean, they just, they had fun. The whole three days that on the weekend that they went. It was such a beautiful experience for them. And I was so moved. Like every time my husband would send me a text, they even made videos of their, everything that they were doing. And I was almost in tears of gratitude as to how this man could transfer the love that he feels for me to my children as well. And it made me really realize that we are so mistaken when we think that that's not going to happen. Like, why is it not going to happen? I understand the, the bond, you know, to your biological children. But I also understand the bond to your non-biological children. And I don't know why we don't talk more about the success stories. We, we tend to talk a lot about the, oh, my God, the, step, the the wicked stepmom and the evil stepfather. But what about the amazing step parents out there that... Truly care for those kids, love those kids wildly, and, and they have fun. Like my children, they, they, they now turn those weekends away with him. The Corsan vacation, his name is Ian Corsan. So it's, they go on a Corsan vacation where I'm now excluded of because they say they have so much more fun with him because they can have as much Sprites as they want than being with me. And they get to just be silly and goofy with him for like three days without me trying to be serious and disciplined. (laughs) So I just want to give hope to all of you thinking it's never gonna happen. And especially if your relationship with your ex is not that good and you feel like these kids are not gonna have a good father identity in their life. I want you to reconsider that thought and maybe start giving attention, focus, and energy to the real possibility that you will find a partner that will love you and your children just as much as if they were his own or her own children. And as I was writing on the email newsletter, this, I was asking as well on Instagram, like, how does this make you feel? Because maybe there's a reason why we don't talk about, maybe it's something that, we're not supposed to speak about how amazing our husband is and how great care of the children he takes. If it's not the bio daddy, I was wondering if it would trigger people, because if they haven't found that person, it doesn't make them feel like less of. So I was asking if people feel inspired or triggered by this concept. And I am so curious to. Try and go into your brain, if you can pause for a second and think about everything that I've set up until this point has made you feel inspired and like, oh, wow, that's possible? Are you telling me that this can really happen? Or has it triggered you and made you feel like, what is going on? What are you doing? Are you bragging here? Are you trying to sell me a program on how to find the best partner that will become an even more kick as a stepdad? What's that making you feel? What is, how is your brain receiving this information? Because a lot of what I'm doing with uh, the Holistic Divorce Institute is changing the paradigm about the stories that we've been told and we be, we've believed. And the very first step to change the paradigm is to understand, to have full awareness of what it is that is being implanted in our mindset, in our memory bank as to even if it hasn't happened to us, even if we haven't had any horrible experiences with the step parents or heard any stories, it's still more of a possibility in our brain than the alternative of, oh, actually it's gonna be incredible, wait for it. So I'm curious, let me know, send me a message on Instagram. I changed my handle from Divorce for Love to Olga Nadal, uh, HTA for Holistic Divorce Institute. So send me a DM and let me know what this new proposal or incredible partners out there who are even more incredible step-parents, how it made you feel and whether it resonated with you or it made you feel like um, absolutely not. Anyway, let me know and I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadult.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.